Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNI's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. This week, MISNI continued to press to the New York State Department of Health and to the Governor's Office to provide more flexibility to physicians to comply with a recently imposed requirement to report all COVID and flu test results, positive or negative, to the State Health Department within three hours of receiving the result. We shared with the DOH the initial results of MISNI's survey, for which hundreds of physicians have responded, discussing their challenges with complying with this requirement. We thank Urgent Care, Family Physician, Pediatric, and Internal Medicine Societies for helping to promote the survey to their members. We have urged the New York State Health Department that we share their goals to ensure test results are reported quickly, but that there should be a bifurcation of these reporting requirements based upon whether they are positive or negative. Many physicians do not have the staff or the technological capability to easily report all of these results in such a short period of time, while at the same time continuing to see patients. The survey results are indicating that the practical effect of this requirement is that many physicians will be unable to continue providing these tests in order to avoid the potentially steep financial penalties for failure to comply. That is a result we believe no one wants to see. MISNI has placed a letter on its grassroots website, which will be listed in today's e-news, that physicians can easily send to the governor and the commissioner of health to urge some additional flexibility in this reporting requirement. Shifting gears, we have heard from many of you asking how best to comply with the new OPMC practice setting signage requirement. Reported last week, the governor signed into law a bill passed by the state legislature, strongly opposed by MISNI, that requires physicians to post a visible sign in their office informing patients of the web link to the Office of Professional Medical Conduct, or OPMC, where patients can find more information about their options for reporting suspected professional misconduct. MISNI had argued that this requirement was basically unnecessary, as the information about where to file a complaint is available through a simple Google search, and that there are already thousands of complaints filed every year already of which only a relative few result in disciplinary action. In advocating for the legislation, legislators and patient advocates argue that this information is not easy to find online and that the requirement to post a sign was a minimal intrusion. We thank the thousands of physicians across the state who contacted their legislators and the governor to oppose the bill and urge that it be vetoed. The bottom line is that the legislation is now law. If you look at this week's and last week's MISNI e-news, you will see that MISNI has worked with its legal counsel to develop a short template statement that could be included in such a sign to meet the requirements. We have heard from several physicians asking if they can add their own language to this sign or to follow the model in other states which have imposed similar signage requirements. That appears to be okay provided that you do actually include the language that directs the patients to the specific OPMC web link. But as always, please check with your legal counsel for advice. But also make sure you check today's MISNI e-news again for this template language. As we have further reported, based upon discussions we've had with the governor's office and MISNI's legal counsel, because of the section of law where this requirement is placed, it appears that failure to place the sign in your practice setting will not subject a physician to financial penalties that otherwise would be applicable for violations of the public health law. But Failure to post the sign could subject the physician to discipline by OPMC if it can be shown that the physician willfully or with gross negligence 
fail to comply with this signage requirement. Looking now at our upcoming educational programs, please put on your calendar this Wednesday morning, October 21st, for MISNI's Next Medical Matter CME program on the 2021 flu season with faculty, Dr. Bill Valenti, Chair of MISNI's Infectious Disease Committee. And also, please place in your calendar Tuesday morning, November 3rd, for MISNI's Next Veterans Matters program, Traumatic Brain Injury and Returning Veterans with the faculty, Dr. David Podwall. As always, please check out the variety of recorded educational programming we also have at our CME website, cme.misny.org, cme.mssny.org. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. You are ongoing support for MISNY, and most importantly, your dedication to your patients. We will speak to you next week.